You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That's uh, it's it's pretty big. It is. It's I... a pretty good one. I'm a little nervous because this is someone who could uh, definitely tear us apart. I think if we if we let them. I think so. Yes, I but I don't think did. that's going to happen. I don't think so. No, it's actually very <laughs> exciting. I want to bring up uh, a lot of old school things to him. All right. Well, like what kind of old school things? Uh, th- old school things because uh, in relation to our previous job. I want to bring up a couple saying. of questions. I see what you're saying. You see where I'm going? Picking I see exactly where you're going with that. I'm picking up what you're putting down. We'll announce it here in a minute. <laughs> Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic that you do so. Of course, we want to remind everyone, if you're going to purchase anything from Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon link. Wherever and however you uh, you purchase things from Amazon, just go to funemploymentradio.com first, mm-hmm. click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page, and that's it. Your job is done. Your job is done. And, and it, we are will be forever thankful to yes, you for it. It greatly helps us out. So uh, please do that. Go to funemploymentradio.com first. We have a fantastic show. Later today, we have two amazing people who are coming in. Uh, they are our buddies from this awesome bar in town called The Lost and Found. And yes. they're going to be coming in and chatting with us because they, yes, indeed, are our newest sponsor. Indeed. It's yes. very exciting. And so we already have, you know, a lot of great sponsors. We have Secret Society, Bike Gallery, and everything. This is a completely different kind of thing, which I uh, can't wait to tell you about their establishment because it's awesome. I'm a fan. These girls are both good friends of mine. We're super stoked about having them on. And I think the gentlemen will enjoy hearing them. I think well. they will. I think the gentlemen they will. They are easy on the eyes, I must say that. Yes, they are. So, uh, so Leah and Amai from Lost and Found are going to be joining us here in just a little bit. And we have a very special announcement. Which we should not give away. We're not giving away yet. Okay. A very special announcement. I think we should wait until the end. Well, I know. I know. All right. All right. I know we're both excited. I, I know, I know. A very special announcement coming up later on today mm-hmm. about something that's going to be happening tomorrow here on Fun Employment Radio. So we're going to make you wait for it. We're going to make you stay tuned for it. Trust me, you're going to like it. And uh, and we'll be giving that away here in just a little bit. And we will just say again, like as a clue, it's somebody we've never had on the show before. Yes. Ever. Like yes. this isn't somebody, this isn't a regular, this isn't somebody that we have ever had in studio or on the phone or anything. This is somebody that we have not spoken to. It is somebody that you have all heard of. Yes. A guarantee. Yes. I would I would guarantee I would guarantee it. I'd say that's a guarantee. I would say that's a guarantee. I think everyone mm-hmm. has heard of this person. Mm-hmm. Yes, everyone has. So it's uh it's pretty exciting. We'll we'll announce it to you though later on today in this show. In the meantime, we've got uh, tons of other stuff to get. To. We sure do. I have to admit, um, Sarah and I are both a little bit lack of sleep because of, I believe, nervousness about. I am the so coast. nervous about it. It's like, do you realize at this point right now we would have probably already? Yes. Oh yeah, we we run our first leg yeah. by this time on Friday. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. So uh, just in case anyone doesn't know, Sarah and I are running Hood to Coast. I know we've talked about it a lot. Hood to Coast, a uh, over 200-mile relay race from the top of Mount Hood to Seaside, Oregon, where we will each be running three different legs, a total of about 17 miles apiece, and um, it's uh, kind of nerve-wracking. Yeah, so, so. not all at once, but uh, over the course of 30 hours, which also, if you think about it, that's almost worse <laughs> because you try to get some sleep in between the times and yeah. try to get to some sleep, try to eat something, but you're like your adrenaline's just going so much much yeah so we're doing that so tomorrow we're going to be having an earlier show yes as we talked about earlier and then friday no show because we will be running down a fucking mountain yeah so that's what's going to be happening on friday it's entirely true Mm -hmm. entirely true so uh so that is what's what's uh why we're a little bit i know i feel a little loopy too because i did something to myself that i should not have done what i'm trying to get sleep which is watch scary things so like i love watching scary tv shows movies yeah what have you and i am a fan of this one particular show and it is called the killing have you ever watched the killing i have not i've heard many people speak of the killing yes so the killing was a great show i watched it i watched the first two seasons because basically there was one storyline for the entire two seasons it was I, I know you saw like advertising it was who killed rosie larson like they were trying to figure out who killed I this one girl seeing that either. all right well it was everywhere is but, this uh, like the twin is this like twin peaks or something? it was kind of twin peaks like that that specific advertising campaign made it kind of like twin peaks but it's not at all it isn't there it, there's nothing it's just gritty it's like a gritty yeah. crime drama there's no supernatural there's anything it's just like serial killers and blah, blah, blah. oh well, well that sounds uplifting it was awful i mean it was so good but it was terrible so my friend jessica god bless her uh went to amazon.com well actually she went to funemploymentradio.com and click on the amazon link oh and purchased season three of the killing how lovely and she had watched it and she had finished it she finished it in about a day and she's like all right i just need to let you know 
you need to watch this thing. She's like, I'm going to give you my Amazon account number. She's like, just watch these and see. She's like, you have to watch this that we do. And I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it can't be because the first two seasons of The Killing were like awful. Uh-huh. But they weren't... Like awful, like the show was terrible? No, the show was fantastic. Okay. But I'm saying like horrible things happened to good people. Okay. But it wasn't... Is this like one of your type of lifetime type horror movies? No. Like one of your terrible campy movies? No, it is... It, it's very great. But it's based in Seattle. And it's okay. about these uh, these cops who are in Seattle trying to solve this homicide of this girl who was found in the trunk of a politician's car. This is the first two seasons. So basically they're trying to figure out who it was. They find out the father, you know, has ties to the mob. Was it the father? Was it whoever? Blah, blah, blah. Lots of... Like, it was really neat because it was kind of, like, involved in Seattle politics. Okay. As well as... Um, yeah, just... I, I don't know. It was, like, the seedy underbelly. So is it Seattle. like The Wire, only with a serial killer? I... Don't know okay, because don't I haven't know that. seen okay. the one. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was that, and uh, so I, I watched those two seasons, and it was good, and it kind of wrapped itself up. I'm like, all right, well, I mean, I don't, I can't possibly understand where they could go for season three, like at this point. Okay. And everyone, like people whose opinions I respect, kept telling me, like, you will like it. It is fucked up, but I think you will really enjoy it. Okay. And so yesterday, I was at home, and I was, you know, get, like straightening up because we're going to be gone all weekend for Hood to Coast, and so I was like. You know, cleaning up, finishing, like, doing some work on a dog painting, and all the while, you know, watching, I had the killing on. Uh-huh. So yesterday, I started... While you're sitting in your box apartment by yourself? Yes. Okay. And so... Which you don't have a cat yet. I will never, I okay. will never have right. a cat. All right. Just want to make sure people had never. So I started watching it, and so I watched, when I got home, you know, I, I you know, started cleaning. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to put on the killing, because Jessica was nice enough to let me use her uh, Amazon account that she got through Fun Employment Radio. So I'm like, all right, so I, I start watching episode one, and... It was so good. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm in this for the long haul. Because it was about 4 o'clock. And my only plan was to just basically stay at home and work on this dog painting and stuff. So flash forward to midnight. Oh, damn. When I have watched 10 episodes in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was too much. But I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop. And it's just awful. It's about the serial killer who's killing, um, like... Like, like basically, it's it's on the it's on the picture for the thing. It's it's like seventeen and counting because basically they find all like these the serial killer and like where you just dump these bodies and such. You're the worst kind of person to have been watching that because you get terrified of the outside world as it is. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty pretty true that it, you're terrified of the outside world. It was it was so good and so disturbing. It was so disturbing. And well, the just... thing is, you know, there's so many people that live in your building because your apartment complex is I don't I don't know how many people. I what 100? 100 yeah, probably. People? Yeah, something I think like so. that. I mean, really there statistically, has to, statistically, there's a serial killer in my building. There probably is one in there. There probably is. They also know you stay in that room by yourself and don't let anyone in, and you don't talk to your neighbors. They don't so know that. Your no. Neighbors wouldn't know. I've told you what I do whenever I'm in the hallway and I see someone in the hallway that I don't recognize. I'll talk to somebody invisible in my apartment. Uh huh. I'll say goodbye to them. I'll be like, <laughs> "All right, I'll see you later. All right, do you want me to you want to pick up? All right, all right cool. But see the you thing in a is, bit. everyone there knows that you live by yourself. They all know that, and they know you as the crazy person who talks to yourself and has your invisible friends. No, they just think that I have a very quiet boyfriend. Or they think that you're talking to your cat. Or my cat. I know you don't have yet, but still. I'd say say you'd be almost, and I hate to say this because I don't want this to happen to you. Oh, stop it. Don't you even say it then. Do not say it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. All right, so Royal in the chat was, no. So Royal in the chat was talking about how uh, the killing does not sound like a good show to mainline. It's not. It's not. Particularly... So one of the things that I think you would like, because are you a fan of the actor Peter Sarsgaard? Uh, which one's he? He is awesome. Is he the dude from True Blood? No, no. That's Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, okay. I don't know. I get yeah. That or is it Sar- I think it's Sars. I don't Sarsgaard. know. Well, he is a fantastic fucking actor. And okay. he plays, and there are a couple storylines going on because they're trying to find the serial killer, whereas this guy played by Peter Sarsgaard is sitting on death row uh, getting ready to be killed uh, for the murder of his wife. And it's just this whole... Oh, God. I have not had that big of a reaction to a show. It was worse to watch. I think it was because it was more believable that it could have actually happened. Mm-hmm. It was worse to watch for you Game of Thrones out there, fans out there than The Red Wedding. Okay. It was... Well, yeah, but The Red Wedding's imaginary. That's not something real. Exactly. And this, this is something... This could actually happen in this an is, apartment building, not unlike this your is own. Not, no, I'm, ta- I'm just talking about the scenario and it's up. Like, I cried. And I don't cry and just... I was bawling. Wait... I swear to fucking God, I was bawling last night when I was watching this thing. <laughs> Sitting in my apartment, watching this. It let, me is, just, wait, let, me just, let me just clarify this. I just want to get so I can perfectly paint the picture of what the setting was like. You're in your box apartment. It's very small. It's a, it's a, a, a studio, studio size. You wall yourself out from the outside world. 
I you like don't it. Talk you know to what? I neighbors. can see every no, no, single I'm, corner of my no, apartment. No, I know. I'm just trying to understand exactly what the situation was. You're painting, probably having some glasses of wine. No, no glasses of wine yesterday. No glasses of wine. Okay. No, I'm getting. I'm. I'm. My body is a temple. I'm getting ready for head to coast. No, that's true. Yeah. Okay. So no glasses of wine, but you're in there painting by yourself for hours and hours watching horror movies or a horror, you know, yeah. series like a very intricately terrifying bawling to yourself in there. I was. You're also the crazy lady that your neighbors see talking to yourself when you leave your apartment and you won't make eye contact with any of them. Mm-mm. They might think that you're the serial killer. Oh, maybe. Maybe. That could be it. You I'm could be the rare like... female serial killer or the uh, statistically you would be Okay, the stop it. Stop was. trying to say that. Stop I'm not it. saying. I'm there's... Yes, you are. You keep making the attempt to come back to this point. Stop saying that. So anyway, yes, there was this one particular scene with anybody who's seen. The... Like, I really like that show. I mean, it really fucked me okay. up. All right. It was terrifying because they make it so real and they really make you like these characters. Like the characters aren't polished or anything. There's nobody in there that looks like somebody out of like a CSI crime year. Like everyone's kind of dingy. People got the shit kicked out of them. Like okay. it's a, they're like their storylines with the street kids in Seattle because the guy's like picking off like working girls and girls that live on the street and stuff. Okay. But this, oh God. Yeah. And so I finally had to stop at like, it was about midnight when I finished episode 10 and I'm fucking crying my eyes out. And, and I, and I do not cry about TV shows. Yeah, I I don't know if I've seen you cry no. or something like that. No, unless it's like Titanic and I'm sick. <laughs> or else, yeah, so I powered through 10 episodes of The Killing. There are only 12. So I finished watching the final two this morning because I can't just, you know, not right. not finish them. No, you, but of course, between... You are tenacious with finishing what you start, sir. I, oh, thank you, Greg. Yes. Well, I, but then between... Watching the 10 episodes of The Killing, having something horrific happen in that show. Let me just say, too, for I know you guys can't see Sarah. She is visually looks uneasy right now. Yeah. She's on edge. It made me really uncomfortable. It's so, like, for that show to fucking take that knife and twist it and provoke such emotion in you, it's... Uh-huh. Well, let me ask you this. Now, since you've been in the outside world for a little bit today, do you... Yes, I feel like everyone's going to murder me. You yes. feel like everyone's going to murder yes. you. Do you look around at people yes. and try to guess who's the serial No, killer? but I feel like someone's behind me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you ever look at... at like, I'm not a Seattle street, like 16-year-old streetwalker. Okay, So well, I feel like true. I have that going for me. However, I'm afraid that I might see something that I'm not supposed to, which could happen as well. <laughs> so you just keep your eyes down at the ground at all times when you're walking out in the world? Mm-hmm. Do you ever look at... Do you ever look at, like, your, your group of friends and friends and just think, you know, if... Which one would snap? Yeah. If yeah. one of them were to turn into a serial killer, which one it would be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I already I know exactly what my friends it would be. What, who would it be? Say. You don't think I'm it's me, do you? Well, I said I'm not going to say. You don't suspect me, do you? Okay, don't be creepy. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. You're being creepy. You don't suspect but me. But anyway, so I, so I watched 10 of those episodes in a row, which, by the way, can I just tell you, everybody, for your mental health, never watch... 10 episodes of The Killing in a row, particularly this one. Is like, this your public service announcement? It right is now? my public service announcement because the first two seasons were great. I mean, th- they weren't as op- – like, I had friends tell me, you don't know what the fuck you're in for with The Killing Season 3. Like, Lily even wrote to me today. She's like, I told you. I okay. told you not to keep watching that show. She's like, I'm, she's like, it's great, but it is going to rip your fucking stomach out. And it delivered. Uh-huh. It delivered. It is <sighs> – so, were, of course, I couldn't shut off my brain. Were there any of the victims that were killed while running on a lonely road in the middle of the night? No, but that's who discovers all the bodies. Okay, Every so, time someone goes running, the joggers always discover the bodies. So when you're running on Hood to Coast, because you'll probably have a night run at some mm. point, um, are you going to be looking on the side of the road for bodies? I always look on the side of the road for bodies. Oh, yeah, that's true. You do that anyway. Yeah. Wow. What if you found one, though? Mm. Then I'd have to stop, but then it might affect my running time. I don't care. I don't give a shit about my <laughs> running time. No. Uh, but I'm just saying, as a public service announcement, for anybody anybody out there who has a soul, do not watch 10 episodes of The Killing in a yeah, row. This must be a big deal. I mean, I admit, you know, we're not going to do any spoilers. I have never no, watched I this. No, I, I didn't won't even spoil know anything. About. But uh, in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live, uh, Nipple says, can't believe you watched 10 straight episodes of The Killing. You are permanently damaged, I am Sarah. so permanently damaged. And I can't already, believe I did that. I mean, that. you know, not... Damaged, well, because I wanted but... to get it done before I left Hood to Coast. It was so good, and like I could, you know, I could paint and watch it at the same time. So I'm like, all right. And then, God, it was just so disturbing. Oh, it was so disturbing. I did watch one other. I need to stop this yeah. because I have been having sequences of bad dreams, and I know it's because of the shit I'm watching. What did you dream about this last night? I did. I didn't dream about this, but I had a very uncomfortable dream. Well, so there's the killing, and then another movie that you should never watch. Well, you should watch the killing if you don't have if you. Don't have a soul, or if you have a soul, whatever. It's really hard to watch. I also watched this horrible movie the other day that gave me nightmares called The Collection. 
Now, have you ever heard of a movie called The Collection? I think I've heard you mention it before. That is one of the most messed up things I've ever okay. seen. But that one's more like whimsical. Like it's a, it's like a saw-ish. Like, what do you watch that you don't feel as messed up? Well, after like, is there anything you've seen on television that doesn't disturb you? Well, last night after I finished episode ten of The Killing and I finished sobbing, then I, uh, then I'm just like, I have to find something to cleanse the palate. I can't, I can't go to bed thinking about this. So I turned on Mona Lisa Smile, which, uh, P.S. is the awful. It's a Julia Roberts movie where she's a sassy teacher. All right. Or do you want to grab that? Yeah, I'll grab it. Yeah, so I ended up trying to do that to cleanse the brainwaves of all of the horrificness that I had just seen. And it uh, didn't work because as as I did the night before, I had a series of nightmares that would not stop. And I kept, like, waking up in the middle of the night. And Greg's just running out of the room, so I'm just going to keep talking to myself. So I had, like, a series of nightmares. All of which have a one common theme, which is kind of bizarre. Can I tell you my theme? So it wasn't that I was being murdered. Maybe it's because they're taking something from me. <laughs> you are you are actually kind of insane right now. You're making me nervous. It's making my head hurt, actually. You're making me. It's feel making nervous. my head. All I've been submerged with is like dead sixteen-year-old girls for twelve hours. That's the Sarah Dillon story, right there. <laughs> submerged no. with dead sixteen-year-olds. <laughs> no, so I've been having this this dream for the past like two or three nights. Or I've dreamt so, like in the killing, for example, the you know killers, most of, like serial killers, sometimes take trophies. Right. And so like, so like sure. the serial killer would take I've something. Seen Dexter. Yeah. Yeah. So the serial killer would take something from each of the girls, and um, so maybe that's why I keep thinking because the past three nights I've what dreamt happened? that somebody has been cutting off all my hair. Every night, but then I go somewhere and everyone tells me like uh, how gross I look and how ugly I am. It's weird because I don't that think is, about it. It's that the is weirdest thing. Such a Sarah X Dylan dream to have. It is that, that I could not. If somebody just told me one of your friends had a dream that someone cut off their hair and then they went out and everyone called them ugly, I would. I think everyone would choose you as the one that would have had that dream. That is such a you dream to have. Combining everything about you into it, so you've been dreaming that people have been cutting. Yeah, off so at least I wasn't dreaming I was being murdered, but it was kind of grainy. Now, like, how did the hair get cut off? I don't know. Like I would, I would just uh, show up somewhere and then I'd like be touching my head, and someone had like shaved my head. So you didn't know as someone had do it had done it. You just go out and then realize. No, I wouldn't been... know. And someone, I remember like my sister was in my dream. One of them, she's just like, "Oh wow, you used to be you used to be a lot better looking than you are right now." But your sister has short hair too. I know. When she looks great with short hair, I yeah. just can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it because my hair. And so uh, this is like a consecutive dream that I've had for like two or three days in a row. Wow. Which is really weird. So you never saw who it is that cut off your hair? No. So it could be anyone. Was yes. it like a friend? Do you think it was a friend? Did you have I a suspect? Know. I don't know. Who would you suspect would <laughs> cut off all of your hair? I don't know. Of anyone that you know, who do you think would do it? I don't know. But it's weird. Like, So I'm really glad. I'd rather have dreams like that. But it's been like the thing where I wake up in the morning and I'm like touching my hair. I'm like, did, did somebody actually cut off my hair? Because that did happen to me with that bitchy girl, <laughs> Teresa Miller. I've talked about this before. Yeah, but that wasn't she like told me seventh that she was, grade? Yeah, but she told me she was trimming my hair and then cut it into like a super short hairstyle. I think I'm still like permanently scarred from that. I think you are. I think you are. You realize that was 20 years ago. That you're still having this nightmare about this, mm-hmm. of someone cutting off your hair. Yes. But as I was saying, so like I, for some reason, keep watching a bunch of shitty things. So, I, well, The Killing was good. It's scarring. But I also watched this movie, The Collection, which is about this guy who is also a serial killer. I need to stop watching serial killer yeah, movies. Yeah, about this really guy do. who collects people and like he'll he'll like take two people and and then let one of them go or something. But then he – there's this one horrific scene where these kids are going to this nightclub. Why are, guy, why are you telling all of these horrible things to me? Because now I'm going to have Well, it's this time. horrible thing where they go to an after-hours nightclub and all these kids are dancing and stuff. And you see this guy with this creepy black mask and he's standing on top of the speakers looking down at everybody. And then you look and he's made like this makeshift like uh, like lawnmower kind of thing. But it's super huge and it has spikes. And all of a sudden you see it start lowering from the ceiling during this rave scene. And there's all this like, it's going on. And then these spikes start lowering but the music's so loud that nobody can hear it. And it's full of like hundreds of people. And then as soon as it lowers... It starts slicing up everybody, and everyone's like splattering everywhere, and it cuts them all like across the dance floor as they're dancing. It is awful. So I watched that a couple days ago. Why are you watching all of know. these things? I don't know. Because you realize you're going to be getting into a van with actually some people who are strangers you haven't met before. Yes. And you're going to be riding all night with them, and you're going to be running in the middle of the dark for Hood to Coast with strangers that you don't know. You're going to be so paranoid during this entire thing mm-hmm. because one of those people running, statistically, out of the thousands Stop of people running, statistically. one of them is probably a serial killer. One of them's at least killed before for sport. So I think that's they a have safe. Not. I think that's a safe assumption 
And so you just don't know who it is. That's Well, you know what? At least you're more obnoxious than me because they probably want to get rid of the squirrely mouthy guy first. <laughs> no way, because then I'd, it'd be noticed when I'm gone because, because people know when I'm in the room because I'll, I'll be talking too much. So that way you, though, with your, your Yes, because I'm so quiet. I'm so, yeah, I'm so quiet. I'm just going to be sitting in the back of there just not saying a damn thing. No, that's not true. Okay. No, it's not right. at all. Well, I'm just saying be careful. Be careful. Yeah. Or your hair might go missing. I'm going to shave your head during Hood to Coast. It's not lost on me that uh, that I also would have a nightmare. That would be a nightmare to me if someone Oh, it would. I know. I wasn't when uh, caught by Scott Dell yesterday primping in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have to take a hiatus from the scary stuff for a while, and I'm just going right. to watch all like Disney movies. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. I think you're going to need to. I think I'm going to need to. Yeah. Your your paranoia is going to have to have to tone down a little bit by the time we do Hood to Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise it's going to be... It is giving me adrenaline, though, so that's good. (laughs) Fueled by fear. Fueled by fear. Yeah, that's true. Maybe you should keep it going. Okay. Yeah. Well, speaking of being fueled by fear, I found... I have some World of Crazy today. Yes. That uh, I... To start with, I do have two of the most terrifying things to me, the things that come from my nightmares in the first two stories. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, first up, two stories from the catalog of my nightmares. And thank you to everybody who sent these both to me. You are all assholes. (laughs) That's my story. Okay, there we go. (laughs) All right, first up. An unruly passenger had to be restrained by off-duty military personnel after he tried to open the emergency exit mid-flight at the back of a plane on a, plight, on a flight from Baltimore to Austin. Why do people do this? Why do people do this? I don't know. This didn't happened... That, didn't that just happen on a flight to Portland? Yes, it happened on a flight to Portland. And okay. now this person, out of nowhere... And it, and it seems this like... This is just Sarah's nightmare day. It's it is Sarah's it nightmare day. And then I have another one that's my actual... The, the, one of the ones that's the scariest thing in the world okay. to me. We're getting a deep peek inside your mind. Right yeah, so now. what's the scariest about this is that he had to be restrained by off-duty military personnel, which means there wasn't an air marshal on the plane. Well, I don't think air marshals are on every plane. I know they're flight. not on every plane, so that means that you have 50-50 chance of them not being on the plane when somebody is trying to Pro- open the back door. Probably probably it's even less. I would say there's probably a 20% chance there is an air marshal on your plane, if I had to guess about it. Now, I don't know, I don't know officially that's what it is. But I know they do not have enough air marshals for every single flight. Well, I know that they don't. That's why they only have them, like, part of the time. So, lucky for everybody else who was involved, there were four ex-military personnel on there. So, who knows what would have happened if they weren't there. So, the flight was diverted to Memphis at 6.30 p.m. this past Monday uh, evening, where all 120 passengers aboard were forced to deplane. After being interviewed by the FBI, the rest of the passengers were allowed to reboard and continue on to Austin. So, uh, one witness above uh, aboard the flight says that four members of the military who had happened to be on the plane pulled the passenger away from the emergency exit that he was desperately trying to open and switch seats so they could restrain him until pilots could land the plane. Now, isn't it, though, true that you can't really open those things while you're flying? I don't know. They say you can't. They say you can't. All I know is that I don't want a crazy person... like playing with the door handle when I'm on a plane. Now, what would you do if you if you all were on a flight? Like just just hypothetical. If you, were I would flight, tackle him. You would. You would yeah. go after them. I would be a tackler. Okay. Or oh would you, yeah. Or do you think you would freak out? Nope. Not... I would be a tackler. Okay. No, I would right. be a fucking tackler. Yeah. Like I I would do everything I can. I'd be all teeth and nails. <laughs> That no. would be terrifying. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, so another passenger said that the man uh, was acting suicidal, you think? Uh, the FBI took the man away in a, in a police car after about two hours of questioning and is determining if he's going to be charged. No one on the flight was injured and the door was not successfully opened, but they don't speculate whether or not it could have been opened. Shouldn't he be charged, though? I'm pretty sure something? he should be charged. Or at least banned from flying for a certain number of certain Yeah, for of a time. certain amount forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't ever want to be a, a good with that guy. Because that's not a normal accidental thing that happens. No. That's not like you know smoking in the bathroom. Which, by the way, do people still do that? Do people try to sneak so. cigarettes in the bathroom? I don't think so, because that's like $5,000 fine. Yeah, but I see warning signs about it all the time. I mean, you know, they, they warn you over and over and over, which means somebody's probably doing it. Probably. Much like my theory that somebody else is doing something else in the bathroom. Yeah, but that's you. I, I'm telling you, one person on that flight is having a little fun in that bathroom by themselves. I'm just saying that. All right. Once again, statistically speaking. Story out of my nightmares number two comes out of Tollgate, Oregon. Out of where? Tollgate. Tollgate, okay. Tollgate, Oregon. All right. State police have identified the woman who died in a crash with a log truck. <laughs> 
I mean, that's terrible. I'm I'm sorry. I laughed. I'm not laughing at the woman's death. I'm laughing at Sarah's terror because that is one of your fears. That is my fear. I still have a a refrigerator magnet on my fridge from Rick Emerson because he saw a log truck magnet and he thought it would be hilarious to give it to me. So I have a log truck magnet on my refrigerator that just scares me. Okay, so the woman has been identified as 69-year-old Luby Team. So Team was driving on Highway 204 when a log truck driven by a Goldendale, Washington man tipped over and dropped its load into the path of her vehicle. The East Oregonian newspaper reports that it was the third crash between mile markers 18 and 19 on Highway 204 involving a log truck in the last six months. A log truck driver was killed on the same curve that this woman was just killed at on July 26th. Yeah, that's a terrifying curve. Yeah, yeah. Don't go on that curve. Where is it? This is in Tolbert, Oregon, you said? uh, Tolgate. Tolgate, Tolgate. Oregon. I'm not familiar with where that is. Me neither. All right. Somewhere near Highway 204. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's unnerving. All right, Greg. Well, you like to eat like larger cheeseburgers and things sometimes, right? You like to try and like to eat large foods, like to open the your what? gaping maw a little bit wide. I don't know. Is don't you ever true? hear those stories how somebody, if they like try to eat something too big, that's what she said that uh, that you might dislocate your jaw. No, I don't think I've ever tried to like if I if my mouth can't fit around something, I'm not going to try to open it wider than it can go. Well, Greg, a woman in Liverpool, England, made just that mistake. She dislocated her jaw <laughs> and was hospitalized after attempting to eat a triple decker hamburger. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, Nicola Pete, 25 how years old. How do you explain that to people? Because she's probably the same kind of woman that's going to try to elicit sympathy from everyone. You know, like, oh, well, oh, my jaw's so hurt. I was injured. I don't know if she's being able to injured. willingly admit to the press that she dislocated her jaw eating a hamburger. I think she has to have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be a story unless she lets it be one. Yeah, that's true, I guess. So she was visiting a burger shop uh, called Almost Famous in Liverpool after work and bit into an oversized burger. <laughs> <laughs> And thought her jaw hurt a little bit, but it became unbearable the following day. Uh, she said when she was talking to the Mirror, the British tabloid, uh, I didn't think I dislocated it. You don't expect to have that uh, happen eating a hamburger. The next morning I woke up and felt really ill. The whole side of my head was hurting. And a hospital x-ray indicated a dislocation, and the doctor had to uh, snap her jaw back into place. How did she forcibly then dislocated her jaw? Because she to wanted to eat the triple, <laughs> the triple hamburger. Cheeseburger. <laughs> Wow. What state is your life? I mean, that would just cause a lot of, I think a lot of, you need to be a little bit introspective at that point about where your life is at. Yeah. If you've dislocated your jaw trying to eat a triple cheeseburger. Because she couldn't stop it. I mean, some point. sandwiches are she, like big. That means she felt the pain. She felt like, oh, this is as far as I can, as wide open as I can get my mouth. Well, that's when you mush but them I'm down. I to mush all it, my burgers I'm down. I'm going to try to push it a little more. I just think just, I can just go a no, little No, 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 not the more. double patty. I'm going to go for the triple. I mean, it yeah. seems like my mouth is stopping, but I bet I can will it further. So she she forcibly, that, I mean, did she use her hands to like wrench it open or just sheer willpower? I think it was sheer she willpower. Was it doesn't make any mention of her shoving her hands in her mouth. Like imagine if she applied that to something good, which I don't know what that would be, but just that willpower alone. The all willpower right, I think like, like, open up your jaw really wide. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> like, I don't even think I could do that. I don't think I would. You have do, the Greg. Ability. Open your jaw really wide. No, I'm not going to do that. See, exactly. I don't think I could even force my jaw out of out of alignment or whatever. Pop it out of place. Like, I don't think I have enough power to do that. That's why I'm, I'm kind of impressed with this woman, actually. Okay. Well, you keep on being impressed. All right, right, next story is out of Boone, North Carolina. This is super creepy. Uh, For some reason, when I read this, this is in no way anything that Kenny B would do, but it reminded me of Kenny B's uh, hairbrushing story. How he likes to brush girls' hair. Where he brushed a random girl's hair without asking. This is the story of a man named Julio Yanez of Boone, North Carolina, has been arrested after he allegedly entered a woman's woman's apartment, crawled into bed with her, and tried to give her a sensual back rub. (laughs) (laughs) The 29-year-old had already been arrested for similar offenses, not once, but twice before. In a July incident, the victim, who he was trying to massage, uh, told Julio Yanez to leave, but he refused and tried to give her a back rub. The victim rebuffed him and then asked Yanez to leave. He was later arrested. Now, after his July arrest, additional women have come forward and claimed that Yanez has entered their rooms and tried to give them back rubs dating all the way back to April and June. Well, Yanez will be giving no more back rubs because he has been charged with two counts of breaking and entering and assault on a female. He is due in court on September 17th. Okay, that, if he's done it that many times just in this last year. This, that wasn't the start of his back rubbing career. That means he's done it multiple, multiple times before that and just not been caught. 
Like That's or true. or somebody just let it happen. Maybe somebody let it happen. I would never let somebody there. come into my apartment and give me a forceful back massage and but, then not tell anybody. But didn't you have someone that used to sneak into your apartment and stand over your bed? Well, that was somebody I was dating. <laughs> and he didn't stand there. Well, yeah, he stood there. <laughs> <laughs> did he not break in through your bathroom window? He did break in through my bathroom window. But again, I knew him. <laughs> so so it wasn't it like okay. it wasn't some random guy coming in and being like, can I give you a back rub? Would you like a back rub? I don't know. Are you a pretty heavy sleeper? No, I'm not a heavy sleeper. No, that's creepy. And finally, this story grossed me out, but I figured that I need to say it. So there's been this new thing that has been uh, introduced into the world of lap dancing. And it is called liquid lap dance pants. Now, have you heard of these? <laughs> no, I have not. Liquid lap dance pants are all the new rage, Greg. <laughs> I like the Greg. name, though. And they promise to be, and this is their quote, the best strip club invention since the poll. Now, Greg, you might be asking... What exactly are liquid lap, lap dance pants? I am asking that. I'm so glad you asked. So according to the product's marketing materials, it's the world's first underpants designed specifically for lap dances. <laughs> so basically what they've been designed to do is these undergarments do special things to your penile region. So when you get a lap dance, this is their quote. This is not safe for work. Like you would still be listening if you didn't know that. All right. It feels like... Two lubed ass cheeks sliding up and down your member. <laughs> this is the company spokesperson saying this? Yes. Okay. It yeah. So basically, uh, the people have been calling it like depends like depends for the strip club going man. <laughs> so liquid. Dude, who is going to be that? I mean, are right. you supposed to be wearing pants? Anyway well, let me tell you a little bit about liquid lap dance pants. Liquid lamp, lap dance pants are worn by men underneath their clothing. So each pair has a soft. Oh, so la- the man wears it. I thought it was the girl. No, the man it. wears it. So this is something that you can oh, have, Greg. This is, okay, so this is the full on creep. This okay. is the full on creep. So each pair has a soft <laughs> latex extension in front to caress and stimulate the male anatomy. Uh, add a squirt of lubrication, and you're ready for the best lap dance of your life. That is fucked up. Now, Greg, would you like to know the benefits to the liquid lap dance pants? Sure. All right. Number one, they moisturize and lubricate your penis. <laughs> a moisturized penis is more sensitive than a dry penis. As the dancer glides her body over yours, you'll feel her much more intensely. One reviewer described it as the difference between standard and high definition. What? Okay, please keep going. This uh, is- number two thing uh, for liquid lap dance pants is uh, they provide you with space to get fully aroused. Most underwear is not designed to be worn when you are aroused. Where, where, Theirs is. You where, can expand in comfort. Who is reviewing this? Number what, three. What perverted site is reviewing out this? Out of liquid lap dance pants, they take the pain out of lap dances. <laughs> now, dry lap dances can be quite painful. Many avoid lap dances for the same reason, but however, how, liquid how lap it? dance pants takes the pain out of lap dances. When you're thrusting at the girl that's dancing in front of you, sometimes that can be painful. Why? Okay, please. Liquid lap dance pants are designed for your grind. So it says. <laughs> and finally, these liquid- are basic. These are the these are sweatpants dudes, aren't they? That are wearing these. These are the dudes that go to the strip club as sweatpants because that way you can get away without wearing underwear and be a little bit closer to the dancer. Well, and finally, number four for liquid uh, sweatpants or excuse, sweatpants. Thank you for putting that in my head. Liquid <laughs> lap dance pants. They can contain. Your finishing product. Oh! So say, for example, if a guy has a little bit of a... A little too much of a good time during a lap dance, it can be quite awkward if he doesn't have the proper protection. <laughs> well, if he's wearing liquid lap dance pants, he can relax and fully enjoy the experience without uh, worrying about minimizing or containing anything because it actually contains itself in the liquid lap dance pants. <laughs> that is so... Who is... Oh, my God. There are so many questions here. All you have to do is go to liquidlapdance.com for more information. I just want to imagine who it is that's buying this. Do they publicly put their name, these people that reviewed it? No, it's all like yeah, John in Las Vegas. Yes. No, I didn't even read the reviews. The reviews are gnarly. That wasn't even the reviews. That was how... Are there? Kid, do you have access to some of the reviews? Yes. Please read one of the reviews. I feel like you should read them in like your Chester voice. All right. What's the website? All right, I'm sending it to you right now. Because, I mean, this is this is creepier than about So go there. I just sent it to you. I can tell you exactly who it is that's... That's buying these and using these. It's the single dude who goes to the strip club in the afternoon by themselves, always by themselves. Probably they used to wear sweatpants. They'll probably still wear sweatpants and now wear these. Um, okay, where are the... Uh, They're at the bottom. How about some product testimonials? Let's go. Okay, let me get to the bottom here. Let's get to the bottom of this. Um, ew. Yeah, There's gross. all kinds of ads for... Is this like porn? Like somebody giving their own porn? 
No, but the product okay. testimonials? The product testimonials, yeah, here we go. No, I, I mean, it. just below that, it looks like there's some good... Oh, God, these are terrible. I don't see porn. Maybe it's a... That's so funny. It must be the sites that you look at, because mine is all like, uh, what is Kim Kardashian doing? Miley Cyrus is a whore. I don't really? have any... I swear. Uh, the this advertisement is a su- at the bottom of the page, while well, I'm looking at it, says European penis bath. <laughs> no, mine is the trend college kids are using to lose weight. Healthy, sunless tanner. I think I just have some spam on my... Yeah, that's all it's it is. not at all taking it from your search engines. No, not at all. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, you want me to read these in a Chester voice? Yes, read some read some product reviews. I, I feel like I need some different music, though. Oh, I feel these like are so to, gross. They're so, so this gross. This is extreme. Do we want to do this while bringing yes, on we our do. news? Oh, that, am I on the air? Fine. Yeah. They would. I'm just trying to find any excuse to get out of it. I know. It's all right. Here, let me, let me pull up some music. Here it is right now. All right, let's, let's do this. Let's do this right now. Here we are. In review of the liquid lap dance pants, imagine a pair of oiled titties bouncing up and down on your cock. I wouldn't say it felt like sex. More like a blowjob, a handjob, whacking off, anal sex, and titty fucking all in one. Sean in Arizona writes, makes lap dances twice as good. Lawrence from New York says, now I get it. Lap dancers can be that good. Oh. All right, do I'll it. do one more. Do it. One more. <laughs> Frankie from Nevada says, This thing is gonna blow up. Brilliant. Love it. Feels better than dry dancers. <laughs> Why don't you do the bachelor party one? Just one more. Mark from Louisiana writes, Our bachelor party will go down in history as one of the best. Sixteen guys walked into the club, all wearing liquid lap dance. It was hilarious. Dancers felt so good I'd have let the groom shit on my lap. Almost. Oh, that's so messed that's up. so messed up. <laughs> dude, <laughs> how do you hang out with your buddies and be like, Dude, let's put on some liquid Sit lap dance pants and go get off in public. <laughs> that is not something normal dudes talk about with each other they don't talk <laughs> that's not the point oh wow i feel dirty just reading this i look this i literally sit at home because i don't have any liquid lap pant lap dance pants i don't even want to go to the strip club without them anymore oh my God. this <laughs> is like so the creepy all right well there you go greg that all is right. your world I'm of crazy glad we, i'm glad we got aren't you there. glad and, yeah. and that's what's happening in your neck of the woods <laughs> all right we need to uh do two things one i can do a little bit of ball talk here before we bring in our special guest sure. today and also we need to say happy birthday to someone who's in the chat right now oh my gosh so uh we have a very special happy birthday you may know this gentleman from perhaps a little show called Accidental Housewives, which airs here right on the Fun Employment Radio Perhaps Network. Perhaps a starring Klingon role in Trek in the Park. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen Trek in the Park yet, he is phenomenal in Trek in the Park. He is one of the Klingons. Mm-hmm. Go see it. It's the last weekend the this weekend. The writer of the show Trouble with Tribbles. The man who actually wrote the Star Trek episode Trouble with Tribbles complimented Royal on how great his performance was. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are talking about Royal. Royal! It's Royal's birthday, and he is in the chat right now. Royal, a happy birthday to happy you, Happy birthday sir. to you, good sir. A tip Arr. of the hat to you. Don't do that. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, do a little bit of ball talk here. Let's do it. All right. Let's, let's just get go away from it. liquid lap dance pants. <laughs> liquid lap dance pants. <laughs> That's my new favorite string of words to say, though. It really is. It's so much fun. Liquid lap dance pants. Hello, I am wearing my liquid lap dance pants. Do you like liquid lap dance pants? You can cut out that audio and send that in to funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Oh, shush. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right. Um... First up, we have this. It's a local story that I just saw, actually, right before we went on air, and it has to do with Oregon City High School's head football coach. So on Tuesday, police arrested the man by the name of Kevin Eugene Strasser, accusing him of stealing and pawning a student's high-end wristwatch. So Strasser is 42 years old, and he was booked into Clackamas County Jail on suspicion of first-degree theft and official misconduct with bail set at Twenty-two thousand five hundred dollars. Wow! 
That's pretty good high bail there for that. So you know, one of our he was one of our friends' teachers, right? Really? Who? It's fine. Okay, no, because yeah. she she posted it earlier. Oh, really? I didn't so I know that. Her, she's like, this guy was my like I think it's social studies teacher or something. Oh no shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently no. <laughs> uh, his name's Kevin Eugene Strasser. This is public information, so I'm only reporting it. Um, the student apparently uh, reported the theft. A while ago, because he had an A1 Hawk, um, a similar watch in A1. Wait, her friend spotted similar. Oh, A1 Hawk is the name of the place. So what he had was a jewel encrusted Ice Time model watch, which I have no idea what that is. I'm it not a watch person. Fancy, but jewel encrusted makes it sound like it's kind of kind of a fancy watch. Mm-hmm. So I guess anything it, encrusted, unless it's like yeah. Yeah. Genitals. <laughs> you don't uh, want those encrusted. Wow. <laughs> so uh, the student who graduated in May discovered that his uh, highly distinctive watch disappeared during the last week of school. And since then, he's been looking for it. A friend spotted it, a similar watch, in this A1 Hawk pawn shop in Gladstone and told the victim who went to take a look. The student reported the theft. The officers went and checked it and checked the records to see who had brought it into oh the pawn boy. shop. And lo and behold, it was Mr. Strasser. So, Mr. Strasser. Mr. Strasser. So allegedly he took the kid's watch and pawned it. Um, not even going anywhere far to pawn it, this unique watch. Not even trying to like, get away with it. No, he went to Gladstone. He just <laughs> went down the street, basically, and pawned the thing. So classy move. Here it is. There's the news. Kevin Strasser arrested right now. $22,500 bail. That means they must be pretty sure that he did that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty significant that's amount. That's pretty significant. All right, moving on in ball talk. Uh, just a couple of stories to round this out. So this one has to do with someone else who has exorbitant things that are completely unnecessary. Exorbitant wealth. And that has to do with J.R. Smith. Now, J.R. Smith is a basketball player for the New York Knicks. Um, he's good as like a sixth man. He, he does have his, his times where he's really good, but he's um, also kind of known as a jackass. Okay. And he is a jackass. So... He uh, just got a new contract with the Knicks. I believe it was like a two- or three-year contract for uh, $20 million, something along those lines. So a good contract. However, four-year, $24 million contract. That's what it was. However, he went out and immediately has spent nearly half a million dollars on his new ride that he's driving around New York. Oh, boy. It's called a Gurkha F5. A Gurkha? Gurkha. G-U-R-K-H-A F5. And it's made by a Toronto-based Teradyne Armored Vehicles. It's a vehicle that's supposed to be used by police and military. It's completely armored. It looks like a giant Humvee that's completely covered in armor. And he is uh, worth over $450,000. And that is what he is now driving around New York. It weighs 13,000 pounds. Jesus. Oh, wow. I'm looking at that. That looks like a really like fancy industrial like Range Rover or something. Yeah. Maybe you can post a picture in the chat yeah. if you've got one. Uh, just to show what this looks like. It's it's designed for police and military. However, J.R. Smith thinks so highly of himself that he feels that people are going to be throwing grenades at him for some reason. And uh, he decided that he did need to go ahead and purchase. Oh, that's not even it. Oh, that's not it? No, no. That's that's the non-armored version. Um, look up J.R. Smith armored vehicle and, and then you find it, if you don't mind. Nope, and then you don't mind at all. Find it. Armored. It's, it's much more, much more uh, in-depth than that. So... Um, oh, geez. Yeah, yeah, now you'll see what I'm talking Whoa, about. Whoa, hey, nutball. Seriously, that's what he's driving around New York in? Yeah, and it's <laughs> being noted uh, by Nibbles in the chat, uh, he'll be broken five to ten years. Yes, he will be. Yes, he will be for spending his money on this. So it's an eight-cylinder. Is that it? That, that's, that's more like what it is. That's similar yeah. to what it is. That's similar to it. So uh, it has an eight-cylinder diesel engine that delivers 300 brake horsepower, 660 pound-feet of torque, and, yeah, weighs 13,000 pounds. Just so completely impractical. Completely impractical, and a... And a complete waste of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, complete waste of money. So J.R. Smith, that is what he's doing. And finally in Ball Talk, since I know we need to uh, wrap up here to get our special guests on, we need to talk about this, something, uh, a boost for uh, perhaps the state of Oregon. So those of you that have an iPhone, if you, I, I believe iPhones, I don't, but uh, I there's do not. the device Siri, which we're all familiar with. Is that with. the talking lady? That's the talking lady okay. that you talk to Siri and Siri finds the information you're looking for. There is something that has been discovered about Siri that was actually discovered by Coach Mike Riley of Oregon State University, head football coach. Hmm. He asked Siri, Siri, what is your favorite college football team? Siri's reply, I always like to root for the underdog. I guess that makes me an Oregon State fan. Or I guess that makes me a fan of Oregon State. So 
Ascent, and, and he posted this online, and since then it's been taken up by people all over the country who also tested out the Siri thing. Every time, Siri's favorite college football team is Oregon State. What? So whoever designed this has something with the oh, state I thought, of Oregon. Oh, I saw somebody posting that from Oregon. I thought that it was just because they were asking from Oregon. Nope. <laughs> That's nope. funny. No matter where you are, Siri's favorite college football team is going to be Oregon Siri, State. Siri, if you wanted a real underdog team, you should just go for WSU, okay? Well, yeah. I mean, come on. But I believe it must be somebody from Oregon that was a part of this because... There is also, if you ask, what is, um, if you ask Siri, Siri, what is your favorite college basketball team? Siri replies, I always like to root for the underdog. I guess that makes me a fan of Oregon right now. So U of O is her favorite college basketball team. Oregon State is the favorite college football team of Siri of iPhones around the world. Right there. Wow. Yeah. So there we go. That is uh, Oregon State. Although it is calling them an underdog, well, which they are an underdog, I can't really deny that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not a bad. No. It's not a bad word. No. So there we go. Mm-mm. Oregon State favorite team of Siri. All right, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Yeah, I wonder who programmed her to do that. I don't know. It's got to be somebody. her. Why am I saying it as if it's a person? Yeah, I know. the computer program. The computer. Yes. That's the first thing when you start assigning gender to the. They're to in the, robots, the computer. Then that's their first step towards becoming uh, becoming sentient. Start assigning gender to them. All right. Well, it's I'm not going to do that. It's entirely true. All right. Well, we need to take a break to get on our fantastic guests who are going to be joining us here in just a minute. And also, coming up in a little bit, we're going to announce who our interview is going to be with tomorrow on the show. So oh, we're boy. making you guys wait, but we will announce it. It's pretty awesome. It'll can, be worth it. If you're in the live chat, and go ahead and try to guess. I did give some hints earlier. But I did not give it away, so you can go ahead and, and see if you can guess who it Has is. Has anyone guessed who it is? No, no one's guessed who it is. No one's guessed. We, uh, the only thing I give away is that it's a male. Uh, somebody asked, is uh, he a movie, TV, internet famous, which one of them? And I said all of them. All of them. All of the above. Movie, TV, and internet. Let's say he's had a career that's spanned uh, for quite some time. Yeah, over I 20 think years. Yeah, I mean, I've known him. I've known... Of him who he is for uh, the yeah. majority of my life. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. For a long, long, long time. For a long, long time. Yeah. yeah. This uh, this person is quite famous, and we will be having him on the show tomorrow. So we'll, we'll come back and, and give you that here in just a little bit. But in the meantime, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, go. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. That's so weird. I still think he <laughs> thinks that was a fake last name. Yeah, no, I, I think, think so. You he, didn't convince him otherwise. No, I know. Well, because it sounds fake. I know it does. It does. It That's really why does. I had to go with it. But then why would you choose that as your fake name? No offense. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's why I figured I had to go with it at yeah. that point. Uh, hello. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to today. I noticed in the uh, live chat, people are still trying to guess who the uh, who the interview is going to be So fear not. We will be talking about that in just a little bit. We will let you guys know in a bit. But we have something even cooler right now. Yes, we do. So, as you know, you know we have uh, some select sponsors of Fun Employment Radio who help us carry on with this show and uh, you know, a great partnership with a with some great people and we have a brand new sponsor coming on right now. Which we're super excited about. So excited about. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Lost and Found, which is located in North Portland, off of, of course, now I, the address just dropped away from me. That's all right. It's 5426 uh, North Gay Avenue. 5426 So right North off of Gay Killingsworth. Avenue. Basically yeah. perpendicular to, uh, to Killingsworth. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are pleased to announce is a brand new sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, and we have the proprietors here with us. Leah and Amai, hello. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Great. How are you guys? Oh, good. Well, just a little backstory. I've known Amai and Leah for many, many, many years, and I was super excited when they started this bar because it's unlike anything else in Portland, and it's an awesome place. And it's been open now for, what, like about six? Um, three months. Three months. Yeah, we're babies still. Yeah. You're in your baby growth period. Yeah, yeah three All months. Right. <laughs> yeah. Damn. And well, I mean, and I know, had you guys owned a bar before? Nope. No. It's our first. Brand new. First yes. experience for us, yes. <gasps> wow. So how does one even go about not owning a bar to yeah. going through the steps to owning one? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Everyone asks us that question, and we just kind of just follow the paperwork. Right in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't think about it too much when you're going into something like that. You no. just start looking for the place, you find it, and yep. then you kind of just go for it. So what made you guys want to open up a bar? Just thought it 
would be a really fun thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've kind of both wanted to do yeah. it for a really long time, and just everything came together. Found the right business partner, which was each other, mm-hmm. and uh, loved the space. So it is a great space. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah Sarah and I have both been up there um, a couple of times, mm-hmm. and it is. It really is. It's really cool what you guys have done with it. I, I didn't realize it only been three months that you've been open. Right. Yeah. I know. I, we forget too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can't imagine what kind of work that went in because the decoration and the way it's set up is so cool. Um, just with all of the travel things that are all over it. Yeah, and, and your and your mom designed a bunch of the stuff inside, didn't she, Mai? Yes, she designed probably 80% of the decor. So. Oh, it is so cool in there. Yeah. So basically what it is, is like the Lost and Found, so it has a lot of like suitcases and maps and all different kinds of like airplane things. And it's pretty fucking rad in there. Yes. I've got to say so. I know. I know so because I have been there. And you also have, which is very important to me because I do like to be sitting out in the sun sometimes or just outside. You have one of the greatest patios I have ever been on. It is glorious out there. Yes. Yeah. It is. uh, It is really cool. So outdoor and indoor and open air, too, for right now during the summer. Right. We're in the process of getting a little um, shelter for the winter. So that um, you know, people can still sit outside when it's raining, smokers, what, yeah. what have you. So you welcome everybody. We do, except for except for children. That's right. Yes. <laughs> but dogs, we're dog friendly. Dogs, dog there you friendly. go. So yes. that's that's something else. So I mean, so sorry, no children, no but animals children. are. Yes. Animals are welcome. <laughs> but animals, well, that's okay. In a way, that's yes. some people's children. No, right. You that's know? right. That kind of help. That kind of mm-hmm. counts. That's right. That's true. I, They're I very furry children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so one of the things that you do when. Your menu is very unique, and I noticed this the first time I went there, because you have some of the most hilariously named drinks I'm pretty sure I've ever seen. So did you guys just pull out a bunch of ideas and kind of settle on the best ones, or did you come up with the drinks and then name them, or how did you do it? Um, Well, it kind of... Well, I knew that I wanted some Golden Girls on there, Um, and then we just started thinking, (laughs) like, we needed a signature cocktail for, you know, the Lost and Found, and we just kind of started pulling out some other names, and... Went with it. It's I mean, amazing. So yeah. look at this. Yeah, there's the Dorothy, the Blanche, the Rose, and the Sophia, of course. The amazing Golden Girls. There is the yeah. Kenny Powers, which I have had the Kenny Powers. You have had the Kenny Powers. It's I remember that. fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I've had, and there's also the Sweet D for any of you uh, It's Always Sunny fans out there, which I have had right. that, which is uh, Monopoloa, vodka, blueberries, lemon, and iced tea, which is amazing. Which she's from Beaverton, right? I, I think, think so. originally. I believe yeah. she is, yes. Yeah. yeah. We need to let her know that there's Local a drinking, girl done drinking yes. her name. I think that that's an excellent idea. Yes. Yes, that, we will. I think uh, that'd be very, we will try very to get cool. that to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but you also have quesadillas and everything along those lines. Yep. I have to say that my favorite name on the yep, on the list, the Bill Murricane. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that is that is fantastic. So, have you guys? So, how did, how did you come up with your different concoctions that you have for these for these cocktails? Are these things that you already knew about, or you just made them up? Well, our bartender, Kendall. Bartender. Yep, she came up with a. Most of these recipes yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of would give her like a, mm-hmm. hey, whiskey, and then she'd kind of go with that. <laughs> <laughs> we like so whiskey, make something we like whiskey, this. do something delicious <laughs> with whiskey. With this. Yeah. Well, and one of the other special things that you have, which we were talking about last time we talked, you guys make a magical concoction called boozicles, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> which I have never heard of these. Being I made ne- in because I thought it was impossible to freeze liquor, so I didn't think it would actually be possible, but you have found a way to make it possible. That is correct. Yes. All right, yes. So tell us about these about these magical things. <laughs> well, they are part booze, usually <laughs> vodka, and then the other part juice, and we freeze them, and they come out as individual little popsicles. And you figured out the exact way to get it to actually freeze. I did, yes. That's <laughs> so pretty that's sciencey of you. Well, I'm pretty sciencey, so <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're really great, um, especially on a hot day. So um, people seem to love them, and we even brought some for you guys today. <gasps> awesome. Oh my gosh. So they're a tad melty. <laughs> they don't oh, travel well. They don't travel well. You have that to eat them really fast. I should eat it as fast <laughs> as possible. Absolutely. <laughs> Holy shit. That is amazing. I believe that one's a screwdriver mm-hmm. popsicle and that one's a vodka lemonade probably. Oh, this is incredible. Yeah, because that is true. Like, how did... I don't know if you want to give away the secret, though, of the uh, ratio. Um, I don't want to give away the secret? exact ratio, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. I'll tell you what. It's, it's it took secret. a few times. The first ones were a little too strong and just were a little slushy. And damn, these things are boozy. Mm-hmm. There's, there's definitely <laughs> booze in there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is so refreshing. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> so you have boosicles, you have all of these fun named drinks. And it's also, I mean, as we were saying, you have a, like a good patio, but it's also a good place to hang out inside, even when it's not the sunniest of 
days here in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Right. We right. tried to make it very comfortable mm-hmm. just for everybody to just hang out and feel relaxed. Well, it's just cool, you know, that this is something you guys both individually wanted to do for a long time, and now you've actually made it happen. It was pretty like that's got to be a little to surreal. See it through, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> like walk up, this is my place here. Yeah. I know it's very <laughs> surreal. It is. Well, and yeah. it's great that I mean to be able to do this with a really great friend of mine. I mean, I wouldn't Same. have wanted to do it with anyone else. So. It's turned out to be. Trying to get this in my face before it melts. <laughs> 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 I know. Some didn't make it. So oh, God, this is oh, so good. Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> <Stick laughs> we lost one. <laughs> well, as we were talking about before, so uh, I've known Amaya and Leah for quite some time. Uh-huh. And we were talking about, you know, Lost and Found. It's about traveling. And there are, like, suitcases and stuff on the walls and different travels. And it reminded me of a story when Amaya and I, uh, I remember years ago when you were talking about, no, was this true? Did you end up in, like, a... Turkish prison or something sometime. <laughs> that is a true statement. How did, yes. how did that actually happen? Because I've always heard the story and I'm like, I remember like, you know, we have a lot of mutual friends and it's like, I was in a Turkish prison. I'm like, holy shit, is she okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. Um, I was backpacking through Eastern Europe, did not pay attention to what visa I needed to get into Turkey. And on the way out of Turkey, they confiscated us, all of our belongings at the airport and then detained us for two days. Um, Two days? Yeah. For not having the right visa? Right. And it was like a $20 visa that we were trying to pay after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, nope, not going to no, work. No, we're not having that nope. at all. I think they were <laughs> making a point. So Straight to prison. Straight to prison for what, us. What is, I mean, this sounds like something off of that, what is the National Geographic show, Locked Up Abroad? Locked right, up abroad. right. Yeah. Like, what is a Turkish prison like? I have to know. It's scary. Ever been to a Turkish prison, Bobby? It's scary. <laughs> I was, my friend and I were the only two women there, so we had our own cell which was nice, <laughs> but um, <laughs> the, uh, it was it was creepy, very creepy. That um, sounds so terrifying. Have yes. you ever seen Broke Down Palace? Yes. I watched that movie once and I got rid of it. I'm like, I never want to see this again. Oh, this yeah. This is the most terrifying thing ever. We went through that scenario while we were in prison. I'm like, I might have to leave you if that were the case. <laughs> 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 Not going to lie, I might. <laughs> it sure does test a friendship. Really. Yes, it does. <laughs> so yep. how did you get out? Uh, they took us to some international court. I don't know. I mean, we didn't speak the language, and they didn't speak much English, so we were kind of just blindly following whatever they needed us to do, yeah. and they ended up deporting us, taking us to the airport. And Were you, you able know. to make a phone call or contact anyone? No. My mom somehow found us. I wow. don't even know. Like... It was crazy. Oh, yeah. that's terrifying. So basically, you guys were missing, according to any, you know. Right. Yeah. We missed our flight home. People were, like, waiting for Jeez. us at the airport. So, yep. Damn. So it went down. That is terrifying. You can't go back to the country, right? Um, I don't believe I can go back. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't, I don't you have a desire to. to go back? I'm not going to test it. So yeah. <laughs> I do not blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that is absolutely insane. Yeah, that sounds like the stuff of nightmares. Yes. Wow, but that's, I mean, that's that's some character to the place right there. That's some stories behind it. There are that's lots right. of stories. Um, so uh, what are some other things that you guys would like to tell everybody about your place? Is there anything else you'd like to? Yeah, because I know you talked about how you just want it to be like a casual atmosphere mm-hmm. for you to mm-hmm. just go and have drinks with your friends, chill out, eat some mm-hmm. food, yeah. have some cocktails. Right. Um, well, you know, we have trivia on Monday nights with Shanrock. Um, nice. Which is great. It's turned into, like, a really great neighborhood place, but, you know, we welcome everyone from mm-hmm. outside the neighbors, neighborhood as well. Um, well, that's what I was impressed with, too, because I live, I reside in the southeast quadrant of the city. Mm-hmm. But it really does not take long to get there at all. No. I mean, yeah. I was so surprised. I'm like, right, no, this is just directly off by 5 and all you just do is, poop, like, right up Killingsworth, and then you're right. there. Yeah. 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 Actually, yeah, it is pretty convenient. I mean, you can get there pretty easily from all parts of town, so that's nice. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we are so happy to have you guys on board yes. because we are fans of your establishment, and I'm fans of you guys in general. Absolutely. And we this are. is pretty amazing. Should it is we awesome. we mention our fun employment cocktail? I think I you should. absolutely should. should. Okay. <laughs> I like it. So you're saying that there's a cocktail on there that if somebody comes in and says it, then you can create it for them. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Tell me more. Okay. okay well... What is that? There's a bottle. There's a um, bottle. (laughs) Eastside Distillery. uh, It's a local distillery here in town. They make a whiskey called Cherry Bomb made out of real Oregon cherries. Yes. It's beautiful, actually. Holy crap. I thought that was a bottle of wine or something. No, it's um, deep red colored whiskey. But it's not artificial. It's all real cherries. Um, So we're doing like a take on an old fashioned with Cherry Bomb whiskey. Oh, that's so awesome. It'll be, you know, in a mason jar, which is how most of our signature cocktails come. That's true. Um, 
Yeah, and it's delicious. It comes with some muddled orange, some soda water, this whiskey, the little bitters. Um, that sounds amazingly refreshing. Wait, yes. do we just look at the bottle or do we get to drink some? Oh, no. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll okay. pop it open. Look, don't touch. It's like it's a really pretty bottle. You're putting it away. Right. <laughs> so, so if someone wants to order that, how, how do they order it? Um, well, we were kind of thinking we just call it the Fun, fun employment. employment. Nice. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's great. so cool. We have our own drink. Yes, We've yes, made it. We have drink. a drink. That's right. <laughs> Holy shit. That is so awesome. <laughs> All right. So what people can do is just go in and they can pick from the vast array of any kind of drink you have or ask for the off-the-menu Fun Employment and get that awesome cherry bomb whiskey. Yep. Yes. And the muddled and the everything. There are a bunch of people That's in the live chat talking about how they want that now, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never <laughs> tasted delicious. that before. Yeah. yeah. It's really tasty, actually. Yeah. Plus, I like it. that it's local. Yeah, anytime, so. anytime you want to open that, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we made it. Uh, people are asking, do you have uh, music playing there? Do you play music, or do you have live bands? Or um, we don't have live bands at the moment, um, but we always have music playing. Uh, music's really important to us, so we always have a good mix mix on on our iPods. So awesome, yep. awesome. Man, this is. Uh, Oh, Sarah's grabbing a shot glass. Of <laughs> I was wondering what you were sprinting out of here I've for. I've got to prioritize, okay? <laughs> yes, and I can attest to the fact that uh, both Amaya and Leah have fantastic taste in music because I have seen anyone who's a music fan. Let me tell you, Amaya makes dreams come true. I saw all play in her garage because she wanted it to happen and she made it happen. So this is the kind of stuff, like, this is... I'm just, I'm so excited about this. Someone who can <laughs> handle two days in a Turkish prison, I think, yeah. Yeah. Can, yeah. Can handle about anything. <laughs> we only primarily work with people who can handle Turkish prisons. That's <laughs> right. Ooh. Prerequisite. Oh, all right. Well, I got a cheers. Okay, no. yes. Right, air cheers. cheers. Bam. Oh, do we have more uh, sure we have coffee cups in there. Yeah. We'll I mean, we're about, yeah, we're about, right. yeah, so we can You guys enjoy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, damn, cherry whiskey is good. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> That's dangerous. I, mean, I know. That is so good. I know. I might need to pick up some drink. of that for After Hood to Coast. Oh, oh that's yeah. so good. What's it? It's Cherry perfect. Bomb? It's cherry Bomb, mm-hmm. yeah. Eastside Distillery. Mm-hmm. They're actually your neighbors, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, oh my, it doesn't taste like sugary or no, anything. No, it's dangerous. Oh, God damn. Dangerously With amazing. Some soda water? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. going be a good drink. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So, again, Lost and Found. Located right there in North Portland at 5426 North Gay Avenue. Yeah, and please and go there. And even if you're not a whiskey drinker and you just want to let them know that you've heard about them on our show, order whatever you want and just uh, let the bartender know. Or if you see Amai or Leah, yeah. they will get a picture. We're getting a lot of requests of pictures of you guys. Yes. Ooh. Well, yeah. There, there may be some gentlemen who are fans of yours already. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. <laughs> well, we do also have our announcements. We've been talking about it all day. Yes, about, our announcement for tomorrow. Yeah. Who our special guest is going to be. So we've had a lot of people <sighs> guessing about this. Um, but I think we can say now. So tomorrow on the show, since we are doing Hood to Coast, the show's going to air a little bit earlier. We'll probably start about 10 a.m. Because I'm going to be busy packing and crying in the afternoon. <laughs> Sarah will be crying. So, uh, But <sighs> we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us via phone, someone who has never been on this show before. Somebody who we we almost worked with, but not quite. Almost, yeah, kind of in a way. Yeah. We were like at we the were... station while he was on there, just not located in the building. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Uh, so calling us from somewhere. Tomorrow, live on Fun Employment Radio, will be the ace man himself, Adam Carolla. He calls himself the ace man? Yeah, the ace man. That's what the fans call him, ace man. Oh. (laughs) The more you know. know. I didn't know that. Yeah, you should know that for tomorrow. I'll be like, what's up, ace man? Ace man. Adam Carolla will be on Fun Employment Radio tomorrow. Which which is is so weird. Very, very cool. Yeah, it's It's, super cool. It's it's pretty cool. So he's going to be calling into us, so it'll be on the phone. And, well, it's uh, not as cool as having Leon and Maya in studio, but it's, well, no, it's, it's not as cool as that. Cool. Right. It's not as cool as that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, as a good follow up for for the end of the week. Yeah, you know, it's not too bad. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Adam Carolla on Fun Employment Radio tomorrow. We are so excited. So if you have questions for him or things that you want him to answer, you know, I don't know how long we're going to have. It's not going to be a ton of time. But send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail or post it on our Facebook page. Yeah. And let us know, you know, if you have a specific I, question you want to ask. Can I ask him about his cameo that he made on Dawson's Creek? Sure. Why not? Where him and Dr. Drew came and did a, a sex talk show, and uh, him and and Joey and Pacey and Dawson all had to get up on stage and I, talk about their sex lives. I oh. doubt he gets asked that question too often. I would say that's probably when he hasn't heard it in a while. I don't know. I mean, because I'm a 30-something girl. A lot of people watch that really shitty show. Have oh, you, yeah. Did you watch the show? Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yes. so I'm, I'm assuming I can't be the only radio person around my age who watched Dawson's Creek. I'm, I'm sure. I'm it. sure. But I'm going to do it anyway. So all right. Do it. Do it and right. see what happens. Just don't be surprised what his response is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's, he seems a little uh, he's a little yelly. 
Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But right. nonetheless, it is awesome. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. It's so awesome to have you guys as uh, as now part of the Fun Employment Radio family. Yeah, and we're figuring out things, so we're going to uh, try and figure out like a, an event or something to mm-hmm. do. And, uh, we're, we'll be spending some time over at Las Vegas. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fantastic. Yes, and also become a fan of theirs on Facebook, which you guys... With ampersands, it's really weird on Facebook because I wasn't able to tag you, so I did oh, really? go like the lost found, and then I was able to find you. So if you go huh. to the lost and ampersand found, and then you can find them and oh, like okay. them because yes, they're awesome. Please do. Yes, yes, absolutely. Why do. would you not? Well, we'll we'll get uh, we'll get a link of some kind up there too, so absolutely. that everybody can awesome. find you guys. So cool. So lost and found. Go in there. Order the fun employment. Great. Order great. the fun employment. Thanks this is called the fun employment. Yeah. That's so exciting. Yes, thank absolutely. you, you guys. No, yeah. Thank you. We're really excited. This is awesome. Yeah. Yay. Yay. All right. Let's drink more cherry whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I rubbed my mic. Everything's okay. Um, all right. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Mm. Oh, you just cheers. The, that was the whiskey. No, just saying. Mm. That was oh, the whiskey <laughs> talking. Really <good>. whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us a call. 503-575-9120. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Radio And like us on Facebook as well, where we are Fun Employment Radio. And um, it's, uh, yeah, tomorrow on the show. Tomorrow's show will be at 10, where we'll be going live. Yes. And then Adam Carolla on at some point during that. And then, of course, the podcast app. No show on Friday because Sarah and I will be in the middle of a nightmare of running. Yes. That's pretty much what's oh, going on. Oh, dear fucking God. Yeah. Hopefully what not falling thinking? off a mountain. What were we? Mm. It's possible you could fall <laughs> off a mountain. Might be falling off a mountain. Every year, over 600 people fall off the mountain. They do not. But you know what? Coast. Only one person in the entirety of Hood to Coast in the 32 years they've been doing it has been hit by a car, and it's one of the Why do you running. See, so you keep oh. bringing that because up. Because it scares you bring up me. That specific because fact. it scares me. <laughs> That's <sighs> because it's a fact. If it was one of your specific legs, you'd be scared too. Yeah, but I wouldn't say it all the time. Yeah, but I feel like I have to say to just put it out there so it won't happen again. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I just feel like that's going to stop it. It's almost like you're inviting it. I am not yeah. inviting it. Okay. No. All right. Well, nonetheless. Um, Coming up later on today, since it is Wednesday, right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network, uh, Play Anything with Lisa Wood live at 5.30 and followed up by Geek in the City later on about 8 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. So much glory. So much glory. So much whiskey. Yes, indeed. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, you guys, so much. Lost and Found, 5426 Northgate Avenue, lostandfoundpdx.com. Go there. Awesome. Drink awesome. there. Drink there. Be there. Be there. Love there. <laughs> Love it. Live there. Love it. Live there. <laughs> Live there. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you.